said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 49. Um, squad is in the building. Um, first and foremost, we got the homie Wools, yeah. Woozy Vegas, a.k.a. Bad Logs in the building. Um, you know, had to pop in, had to pop in for the, for the, for the family. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, as, as usual, we got Dirt in the building, we got C in the building. Um, what's going on, guys? Nothing. <laughs> Just another day, another day, huh? Yep. Every day, every day above ground is a good one. A blessing. Word. Um, so, um, I want to talk about. It's been a lot of shit going on lately. Um, in like the whole media space. Um, you know, as everybody knows, Joe Button. Been signed to Spotify for the last two years. They only got an episode left on Spotify. So the last few episodes, um, you know, he's been given a lot of game. And I love when he gets into that bag. When he starts talking about the ins and outs of the industry, of the business, of, of the deals, how these corporations treat them, you know, um, fighting for ownership, all of that type of shit. That's my favorite. Those are my favorite pods from him. And um, this last pod... Them niggas went like damn near four hours. But um, you know, one of the recurring themes recently has kind of been the conversation of what Joey's gonna do next, what they have already done in terms of creating um, you know, a solid brand and a following and being consistent. And also on the other side of that, you got Charlemagne. Um, Charlemagne, obviously they've been he's been doing the Breakfast Club thing for 10 years, but he recently just launched the Black Effect Podcast Network. And what it really is, is a 50-50 venture or 50-50 partnership where he's the 50% owner, iHeart is the other 50% owner, and allegedly, or according to him, and, um, and I just want to kind of get into that because um, you know, we've been talking about it a lot and we've been asking the question amongst ourselves. Um, first of all, is that really a good move for anybody in Charlemagne in particular at this stage of the game based on who he's been, what he represents for the culture? Or is it a lazy move because he's already partnering with the people he's been in bed with for the last 10 years? Um, so I want to go ahead and just... Uh, throw that question first to Wolves because I kind of want to get your take on on all of that. So so what's your thoughts? What do you think? Oh, no, it's a sticky one, sticky situation, because it's like on one hand, if what he say is true, it's a 50-50. When we, I don't even know what that entails, 50-50. You know what I'm saying? And he, had, he named a lot of shows that didn't even have names yet, like to be announced, to be determined. He just was, I guess, naming influencers or – 
people that's already in that world that's known in that world like yeah we got this coming over here da 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 I don't know what it entails but it does look like he just double dipping into the same spot and then double dipping like not even double dipping it's more like double dipping and not really getting the benefit to me I don't see no benefit in like like getting a deal where you already like you, he, he's he's his contract is up this year for the the Breakfast Club, right? So maybe he maybe he's leaving the Breakfast Club and then still having a relationship with iHeart. Is that a possibility? Nah, you don't think so? Just <laughs> saying no, like nah, nah. <laughs> I don't know. That's I don't know that. I don't I don't have enough information to say yay or nay. I mean, all we know right now is a fifty fifty deal. He got a ton of podcasts coming with him. That's all, quote unquote, for the black like black experience, the urban culture, et cetera, et cetera, however you want to break that down. So I don't know how that will work. I don't know how that – it looks to me like he getting – it's going to start from the top. He's at the top of the pyramid, and then it just comes down. Like, you got a podcast, come over here, I'm going to da-da-da-da. And then it looks like he Don King. It looks like he Don King in this one. That's all I'm just going to say <laughs> like that. Word. See, what you think? Um, I don't – I don't think his um he's leaving the Breakfast Club right now. That's my um I'ma just say I don't think that he is. He might be, but I don't foresee that happening. Um I think that maybe his um contract was up because they kept because when Joey went on there with State of the Culture, he asked him, he was like, Did y'all resign? He was like <laughs> did y'all how about y'all how about y'all contract and mv said i resigned he was like i got kids like i'm here and so i think you resigned and i think they were waiting for him to resign this is all what i think this is not true it's not facts whatever but i think they gave him like joey said they gave him a little leverage in the black effect podcast network thing to try to keep him to stay because um the stuff that he was asking for they probably couldn't fulfill so I think that was like a supplement to what was really going on. Not couldn't, didn't want to fulfill. Well, yeah, didn't want to, couldn't or whatever. But that is what that is what happened. And I'm saying that I don't necessarily. I mean, it is admirable for you to have these things and for you to have these black outlets. But I don't think that that was the way to go about it. Um, I think it was tone deaf by him. Because you are a black leader, you are talking about Rihanna partnering with um, the makeup company. Because when he was talking, because I listened to his podcast, he said he's a fifty percent owner. He was like, "These people don't know what they're talking about." I'm a fifty percent owner of um, of the Black Effect podcast or whatever. That where it's a partnership is half and half. And he said, just like when Diddy partnered with Ciroc or when Rihanna partnered with the makeup company, Rihanna partnered with the makeup company because Rihanna didn't know nothing about makeup, not to that extent. And Diddy partnered with Ciroc because Diddy was not in a distillery trying to make vodka. He don't know how to make vodka. He know how to make hit records and remixes. So <laughs> Diddy does not need to party. I mean, partner with these uh these other people to make a remix or to make a hot cd no he could do it on it by himself but when you don't know a lot about information you don't know about a lot about the company or the market that you're going into you do tend to partner with other people but him being of the culture and being a radio host and doing that every day and being a podcast person 
he knows what the culture needs. He knows how to address the culture. He could have done it by himself. He did not need to partner with iHeart. And I didn't think that he needed to, I think that he did it just for like, because of the leverage that iHeart can give him. He didn't have to put out any money up front, maybe, possibly, I don't know. And iHeart could give him the publicity that he wanted. So. Okay, Gert, what you, what, what you think? I think he badly negotiated his re-up for another. Oh, he badly negotiated? Huh? I said he badly negotiated because you know that's what he's saying about other people. Yes, he badly negotiated his re-ing up for the Breakfast Club. So it looks like to me, whatever number he said he wanted, they told him no. The Breakfast Club has been number one for ever, however long. So that means it's time for someone else to become number one. Mm-hmm. It would seem the Breakfast Club is working on borrowed time. Mm-hmm. So if I am iHeart, I say, why the fuck would I give you money when y'all ain't going to be around X amount of... Yeah, y'all are on borrowed time. We already milked y'all for all that we can milk y'all for. So I believe he negotiated well, put me in a position, and I'll bring other niggas over here for y'all to milk. And we can milk them together. I think he put himself in a position to become a gatekeeper for podcasting. Mm-hmm. They were already looking to 360 niggas in podcast deals. And I think they put him in position to become the face of that. Yep. The reason I say this is because of the back and forth with him and Joe Budd. Mm-hmm. I think the back and forth, I believe personally he's upset with Joe Button for telling niggas to go independent because he feels like, no, let them come to me so I can rape them. Why are you telling people don't fuck with me when I just put myself in position to become a gatekeeper over here? And Mm -hmm. their beef is... I think Joe Button said, yo, I wasn't even telling niggas don't fuck with you. Yeah. I said nothing about you. I'm only telling niggas to boss up and do their own shit. I'm only giving actual stats of what I'm going through. I said nothing about you. I never mentioned you. Nope. So that, that going back to your original question about fucking culture vulturing, I believe as black people um we have to do away with standard practice mm-hmm. um i was watching the locks podcast with mary j blige shout out to the locks and new podcast but um they said when mary put them on she didn't ask for anything um when she passed the demo to pub, you know, it's a check for that. She gave the check to her cousin who gave her their uh, fucking mixtape, demo tape, whatever you want to call it at that time. Um, it, 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 the business model, the, the, the standard business model from this far uh, and 
it appears that's what Joe Button is trying to rewrite, right? So a nigga look at you like, yo, you didn't get nothing off that deal. You stupid. Like, but why? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, we, we, I feel like as black people, we have to do away with white people's business model. Mm-hmm. We're not in a position. We're not in a position to fucking be trying to rape each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the culture vulture comes from when we dealing with these topics right here. Um, I think Charlemagne is attempting to culture vulture with this deal. Um, it, it, the whole 50, 50 and all of that shit. I mean, you could tune in to fucking, I guess Joe button podcast and read between the lines of what he was saying when he read their announcement. But it basically to me sounded like the whole 50, 50 partnership is only for shit that is only him raping other black people where his 50, 50 is actually 50, 50 and any other type of business with their business, it's still their business. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. And I, I I agree with um us having to stop or or to do away with the white or the European business model because you know, on the, the most recent episode of Power, and we might get into that a little later, but the, the white man, um I forget his name. Stern. But uh Stern. All right. He um he basically was you know, telling Tariq it was a scene and they were talking about business. And he said, look, in business, you have to think about how it's going to benefit you. you. Mm-hmm. It's essentially, he was taking the heart and the soul out of it, strictly focusing on the numbers, strictly focusing on the profit. And although we all understand that you've got to make profit in business, but, you know, every single deal doesn't have to be so cutthroat. I mean, we human at the end of the day, we need to, we need to infuse the human aspect to these business deals because relationships is what it's all about. And if you have a good rapport, then it's a little easier to operate versus just, you know, giving somebody numbers and only focusing on the numbers at some point in time, it's not going to benefit the other person. And that's when you get disgruntled employees. So um, I do agree with that point. I also think that to all of you guys' point, um, the better option would have been, and maybe they didn't want to, but a better option, I'll say, could have been for Joey and Charlemagne to come together. I mean, Charlemagne is a household name. Joe Button has worked himself into position to become a household name. How would how do you see them coming together? They come together on a pull up every year at the end of the year, end of the year wrap up. No, that's not coming together. That's one person. Uh, using the other person to their advantage. And you could do it with business. You could do it on a bigger scale of business. When I, like, I get what he's saying. I would have... They have they have two completely different business philosophies. So it, they, they, I, I don't see them... Charlemagne, my opinion, from looking at... But now at, we know that. Huh? I said, now we know that. Because I get what you're saying as far as their business philosophies. We have, it's the same thing. We did not know that his business philosophy was strictly 
like basically only for him to get ahead. Like his morals are out. He got he got a worker's mentality. And yeah, he do. I, I, you could be rich with a worker's mentality. Like this is going yeah. what Dame was talking about. Exactly. He, he this is what Dame he's but it's it's evident he still didn't get it and when it takes that no. long, he's probably not going to get it. So, But nobody got what Dane was saying in that room because everybody in that room was mad at Dane when Dane was talking. That's why Dane started being disrespectful, telling him that you called a white man daddy and <laughs> you, um, your kids don't look at you as a superhero. That was real rude. Sure, how, how can I call? <laughs> I can't call another man my boss. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Dane started getting real disrespectful because Nobody, everybody was acting like, Dame, oh, Dame, you broke. We heard you were broke. Like, they wanted to do that rumor or whatever. Like, oh, we heard that you are struggling with da-da-da-da-da and all this stuff. And Dame was like, I put my money up. So I'm never, it's never a loss for me because I'm always getting what I put back. Like, I feel that we, okay, we didn't know, because I used to like Charlemagne or whatever. And I'm not saying that I don't like him, but I did. I liked him a lot. But I'm starting to see with this whole him going back and forth with Joey. It's like you said, I know his business model now. His business model is, oh, I'm going to just stay here. I'm going to stay comfortable and I'm going to work for these people. That's what it seems like. Even though he, he does do different things and he does have his hand in different things where he says he's an owner, he owns certain things. But his like main source of income, he's working for someone. I'm just going to like assume Do you that. think it's a problem with that? I don't mean to cut you off, but to add to your point, you see it being a problem with that or not? Do I see it being a problem with that? As far as this is concerned, I think he could have did something bigger and better. Yes, I, I do think that it's a problem. I think it's just standard, like you said, standard business practices. Like it's go to, like it's the go to school, go to college, get a good job, white picket fence, house mentality, where you don't always have to go to college to get the good job, to get the white picket fence or whatever. You don't always have to do it that structural way. And I feel like when you have been in a system for so long, for 10 years, you are used to that system. And it's hard to kind of get you out of that mentality. It's the systematic mentality that he claims that he's fighting against, but you are a part of it. I agree. And I think that, you know, all of us are cut from the other cloth, which is, you know, we all may have an employer or had employers, but at the end of the day, we're working to get our money, to save our money, to do our own shit. Cause we don't mm -hmm. fuck with the employer. Fuck the employer. I would disagree. I, I don't think what Charlamagne, I, I, I can't really say, I think what Charlamagne did was bad. I can only say that ain't how I would want to do business. So yeah. like, I, I, I understand I understand why he would move in that direction. It's a safety net. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, which, is that, which is that worker's mentality that you're speaking about. Because being a worker and being comfortable with the security of getting a check every week or every two weeks is what's comfortable as opposed to jumping out there, taking risks, maybe potentially losing for a little bit before you come up. That's the game. And if, you don't, if you're not willing to go through that part of the game, then I, I am to assume that you're not cut from that cloth. I, 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 I try to look at things and 
I know I'm paraphrasing, or I may not be paraphrasing, but Malcolm X once said, never look at somebody for not knowing what you know, because at one point you didn't know what you knew. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when people do shit that I disagree with, I I try to not judge them behind it and just say, oh, they're not, they not at that point in their life yet. You know what I'm saying? And you but I don't be, think that's the case. I it, Well, it's... Because he seven. comes off very condescending, arrogant, and all-knowing. You, you can't could, tell him you nothing. You can still be ignorant from that point of view. You but can you can't be ignorant with that standpoint. I don't... I don't think so because if somebody is giving you that information and somebody is trying to let you know, and this is a fellow person that you've had, they've had several conversations. Yeah, they have about a relationship. But you're, have a exactly. relationship. you're looking at it with, with it, I could see him not being receptive to that information because he's looking at his own ego. He's looking exactly. at, I've held this spot for multiple years. I'm the ticket. And that, they would offer me the better deal than they would offer you because yes. I'm the ticket. I'm the nigga that been number one on the breakfast club for X amount. So I, I just look at it as ignorance. And I, I try not to fault people for their ignorance because at one point I didn't know what I know now. So I can't fault him just because he, you could be ignorant with, with an ego. That's normally the the shape and form it comes in. Well, yeah, because Donald Trump. I mean, I, that's that's the clear indication of what you're saying is is our president. But what I'm saying is is that you have the information and the information is given to you. It's said, not that you don't want who it. Who said he you has the get, information though? See, he's getting it from you. Just see, saying look, that. Let me. Let you me can give see you him analogy. not being receptive. Real quick, let me give you an analogy. Uh, attractive female, right? <laughs> has men telling her yes the majority of her life the one person that tells her no she's gonna look at like she don't he don't know what the fuck he's talking about even if he is right because she's not used to hearing that so when you look at his relationship with joe button if i'm going if i'm Charlemagne and i'm going into these meetings and these people are telling me xyz Nobody has information, right? So Joe Button and Charlemagne both don't have information. They're looking they don't have at, all of the information. They don't have all of the, correct. They don't have all of the information, right? So Joe Button is taking the information saying, nah, y'all lying to me. There's more to this story that y'all not giving me. I don't think Charlemagne mm -hmm. is looking at that because Charlemagne don't come from rap contracts. Contracts. Exactly. So when he's looking at the information that he's getting, he's I, I, I look at it like he's like most black people, when white people tell them something, they just listen to it instead of challenging the information. So yes. Joe Button, I believe, is challenging the information that he's getting, and that's why he's on a different side. But you got Joe Button was arguably one of the best rappers his entire career and has nothing to show for. So he's, he's, he's coming into the shit from a completely different perspective. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't think Charlemagne is looking at it like that. Hey, Wolves, what, what to, to that point, right? Because we do music and I mean, obviously we're not as 
successful as either of them. But from the music aspect, um, how do you see? Because I, I mean, I, I do agree with that point. He's coming in with some experience, with some staying in the game, saying, "I've already gone through this in this in this business model. I'm over here now, and I'm learning that it's the same shit y'all trying to do." So, what do you, you know, what's your, I guess, take on that? Yeah, it's, it sounds like it's structured like a like a like a joint venture, but you don't know who's acquiring the expenses, the liabilities. So you don't know if it's fifty fifty, and then everybody's eating off the one fifty, that one side of the fifty, or are they sharing the expense? Like I don't know. I think he just said fifty fifty, so it doesn't look like he's just a, a doja over there. You feel what I'm saying? I think he he put that out there more so for to let his comp- people that he's quote unquote competing with that y'all bugging. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I got a joint venture with iHeart. iHeart didn't hire me. So that was more so for even people that wasn't even paying t- attention to that. He said that, but I don't know the stipulations. Like normally with, with a, with a, with a whack hip hop contract, they give you, if you lucky, like 18, 20% and then everything comes out of your 20. So the 80, they keep, and everything comes out of year 20. You understand? If that makes sense. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like trying to feed the whole tribe with just one slice. And the nigga took the whole pie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> nigga took the whole pie. But you brought, you made you made that pie available. You feel what I'm saying? That whole pie. But nigga said, ah, right, let me get all mine back. Here go your slice. Now you got to feed your whole tribe with that one slice. I don't know how, I don't know how that's structured, but it sounds like... Charlemagne is on some like this my fifty. I'ma bust that down with I mean however how I want you know what I really wanna see? The contract he giving them, the 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 podcasts. That's what I want yeah. now. And yes. then once we once, once you see that, then you can you gauge know, the whole situation from there. You know it, it to me, it's like iHeart is the Dev Jam. Right. Charlemagne is Leo Cohen. And Kevin he's going Lyle, to be yeah. able to run around and sign acts, give them budgets, maybe give them podcast deals. But I or may, or may, maybe even deep, maybe he if if I heart is Def Jam, then Charlemagne is like Irv Gotti, you know, or Charlemagne would be like a Dame Dash, or Charlemagne would be like a DMY. I, I disagree. No, I disagree. So you think if he if he's fit? That's what I'm saying. If he's if he's 50, I don't. 50, I don't believe he's 50-50. I believe... Oh, so you don't believe he's 50-50. I don't believe he's 50-50. I believe he's the black face that's going to sign the contract. At, 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 at this heightened point of racial tension, um, yeah. I believe in order for them to pull off what they're trying to pull off, I, I think, I personally think they're about to start doing podcasts like record deals. And they're gonna start mm-hmm. 360 and people to record there. And they're gonna give you label fucking podcast deals where you could put other people on the podcast and try to keep it all under the Charlemagne is the iHeart umbrella. So right now, Joe Rogan is the Spotify, Spotify umbrella. I, I know this is a prediction, but I think Joe Bun is gonna become the YouTube umbrella. Um, I think YouTube is going to sign somebody to a face 
uh, podcast deal because I, I just believe the space that they in, they have to. In order to compete with fucking exclusive content, like it, it the, the ill shit is that there's so much money in podcasts right now that I don't think no podcast company is in a rush to figure it out because everybody is fucking, you know how niggas talk about the 90 golden era where they was just cutting everybody checks and they right, had right. million dollar budget. I believe that's where we're at right now with podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, they're mm -hmm. just fucking, they about to just whatever you, there is so much money that's unaccounted for. Like most of the money in podcasts is unaccounted for because tech companies ain't giving nobody accurate numbers. So right. it, it, we could give whomever, whatever, because we're going to make that shit back. But how would you, how would you bypass that? You think it's better to bypass it like for certain networks or certain podcasts to create their own infrastructure from the ground up, which a lot of people, as you can see, a lot of people ain't trying to do that. Because if that was the case, that's what niggas would have been doing. So you saying create your own, like the major players for, for the podcast right now are still the same major players for music. You know what I'm saying? It was not. What you mean? What you mean by that, Wolves? Like the distribution of it. It the the major players in podcasts right now is all failed musicians. No, no, no. It's I'm not even talking about. I'm not even talking about podcasts like shows. I'm talking about the actual about the avenues that podcasts go through. Are so still the Spotify, the, the Apple's. Yeah, it's the same avenues. If that doesn't change, then none of this. If, no, because I I don't believe. I don't. It, I don't think anyone has emerged as the network to go to, right? Because all they're offering, all, all any of these companies off, offer is to get your shit first two days early. Or it, it's not like, no, so it, as a record It was a couple of them, but then what happens is the big boys buy them out. Like Stitcher was one of them. It was uh they got they got one that's hanging on by a thread called Luminary. But who was but, on these who was on these platforms? Oh, like white people killed my wife and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, all the all the all the ones we like, nah, they go through the they go through the same channels. I mean the the Apple, the Spotify, the title, whatever. Wherever you can find podcasts, wherever you normally find podcasts is at I think four four major places. It's title. Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. After that, we ain't looking too far after that. If right. we, if can't, we might slide to SoundCloud. After that, if you shit ain't up there, I'm like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't hear you shit. But <laughs> the, <laughs> so, where, where, where they got it fucked up is... They hold, they hold. Well, where, where I know that is so much money in there, None of them make you exclusively put your shit on their platform, right? Except for Spotify when they did it with Joey because he was the no. first one with that exclusive model. No, no, no. Model. He exclusively gave it to them early, but it still came out on all other platforms. 
Not all other platforms, just YouTube. It's not no, on Apple. It's Apple. YouTube. Yeah, it's not on Apple. Apple. They only have the visual. They only have the visuals on YouTube. But the only way that you can get the audio is on Spotify. Oh, period. Sorry, yeah. And I thought that they were just going to do exclusive. When they say exclusively to Spotify, I thought that that includes the um, visual too. Like it would just be on Spotify too. I thought they was going to work that out because Title has it where you can do like the visual and the audio. Well, Spotify doesn't. Spotify is just now testing the waters with the visual with the Joe Rogan deal because Joe Rogan is is YouTube and he's going to continue his thing, but they're now going to create a video department to where Joe Rogan's content can be viewed on Spotify visually. However, that's going to work. But I just want to say this. See, this is this this is why I said that 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 man is arrogant and condescending because this is information that we are asking these questions. We are just regular degular people who just so happen to do a podcast every now and then and we want to know well, what's going on and how is this? And he has access to way more information than us. Do you so know the difference why is are you? They're, huh? they're, cutting, they're cutting him a check not to ask those questions. But that's, my, but that's not you not knowing. That's not you not knowing. That's you not wanting to know. So is that, so would you consider that to be, would you consider that to be willful ignorance? Because there's a yes. difference between ignorance and not knowing. And then exactly. there's, a, there's, a, there's a difference between, okay, I might know because you might tell me or what you saying might be right, but nah, this shit's sexier over here. I could get the bag, so fuck what it, you talking about. Exactly, because if I'm if, like getting back to what you said, if one person tells me something that another person has not told me or whatever, I'm going to look into what that one person told me. I'm not just going to be like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. That's, that's the arrogance of a person. When you just dismiss somebody based off of their position and based off of who's telling you the information. You don't not listen to a crackhead because he's a crackhead. You listen to him See, because they're giving you information. That, no, it's some people that look down on crackheads and they say a crackhead. But that's what I'm saying. So look but that's that's the argument back. that I'm having with this with this person because this person is uh, he's going on his platforms and he's spewing things that come off as condescending and arrogant because just because he didn't agree with with the person who gave him the information said that does not give you to write to downplay what he's trying to do that's See, all check i'm this saying out. not to bring if, it back if you go back to when cash money had their first breakup with juvie and them left it's an interview out there where little wayne says I don't care if baby is raping me because he's giving me more than I would be getting on my own. Right? When when Juvie, BG, all of them niggas left, Wayne stayed and said, I don't care if he raping me. He's giving me more than I would be getting on my own. Flash forward to where, you know, a couple years down the line, then he said, whoa, I'm not getting my money. I I, I want to look at the books. I don't know what's going on. Where the fuck is the money at? You was cool with it when you was younger in life. As you get older, you get more information, and then your tune starts to change. I believe Charlemagne's tune will change when he starts to go through more. He just not there right now. So I don't. But what did Christian say? You signed to one nigga that signed to another <laughs> nigga. That signed to three niggas. 
Like, you know, yeah, Wayne, uh, Wayne probably thing. started feeling some type of way because he did good business with Nikki and Drake. And once them niggas took off, he like, hey, baby, uh, shit, shit looking a little light over there around this motherfucker. <laughs> 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 best I ever had and shit. I'm just, what this? <laughs> you saying a hit record, you get that much? Wait, I got one, two, I got a bunch yeah, of like hit 20 records, 20 of them what? things, and then go <laughs> DJ. <laughs> <laughs> No DJ. So so look, right? I wanna I wanna take a slight pivot, right? Because just keep continuing with podcasts. Um, Drink Chance is another podcast. Um, and um also kind of to tie it in, um, I hear that Drink Champs, um, and this is Nori saying this, that Drink Champs is now going to be somehow affiliated with Charlemagne's Black Effect Podcast Network. Um but that's a sidebar. But Drink Champs, obviously, it's a podcast. Nori and EFN, they had Gilly and Wallow on their podcast. For people who don't know, Gilly and Wallow um, got a podcast called A Million Dollars Worth of Game. Um, they are on Barstool and Barstool Sports. And, um, you know, they, by their own admission, represent the streets, whatever, whatever, whatever. I watched the recent episode with Gilly and Wallow featured on Drink Champs podcast and I thought it was pretty interesting uh but the most interesting take that I took away from it I don't know who saw it but the most interesting take I took away from it was Wallow. Wallow is the business mind uh between the two out of the two and Wallow um pretty much broke down you know a lot of different ways that you can get money um he was giving away free game which is on brand with 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 you know their podcast he was saying how, look, sponsorships, you can get all different types of sponsors to, you know, you uh, or ads rather, um, to where you just promote their shit um, for two minutes in the beginning of the podcast or whatever, X amount of minutes per month. But that translates to $10,000, $15,000, $20,000 for maybe a three-month to six-month time period. Um, that's good money. I ain't never made 20 bands in three months you know what i'm saying oh so, you know that's what joe rogan does though he got that joe rogan uh not on youtube but if you listen to joe rogan's podcast on apple mm -hmm. he got a shit ton of ads that he runs and that's where most people uh pull their money from right is ads at the beginning right um and i knew that but i i just appreciated how forthcoming Wallow was and just giving away the information because most people will hold tight to that information, charge niggas for the information, maybe only give them a sprinkle for free, but not really leading them in the right direction per se. So I just appreciated the fact that he was just giving it away. And I think, you know, for all podcasters, look, we do our own thing and we solid what, what it is that we do. So we're going to move how we move collectively as a unit. But at the end of the day, um, it's valuable information to us, and I encourage any other podcasters out there who are trying to, you know, get money and be successful, whatever, whatever, to, you know, check it out. Um, take away with it or take away from it what you can, but I do think that it is some valuable information and some jewels in there. Um, Wolf, did you see it or nah? Yeah, and not saying that, don't that's probably what um, this whole black effect probably is going to be a big ad, Rav situation for certain podcasts like they just gonna funnel 
Because if I heart got all that, all that on smiggity, on smiggity smell, you know what I'm saying? So maybe that's what niggas is doing. I don't know. But yeah, I see, I see the, um, the drink chaps. It was very interesting of uh, the inception and then how they get money on the back end and all that. And then, you know, and of course they asked about the Joe Button shit. And I didn't even know that side of the story where it seems like both parties is a little tight at each other for some reason. They tight that they didn't get to the Roots picnic and they from Philly. That's what it looked like. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I, I don't I don't think that my take on Joey towards them isn't really about their podcast. I don't think that they care about their podcast like that. Or at least that's not what has been expressed. I think that there's certain things, like for example, when Gilly made statements about black on black crime as a rebuttal to Black Lives Matter and cops killing us. I think that Joey's position was that's ignorant and irresponsible to make that the rebuttal. If we want to have that conversation, we can have that conversation because that is a thing. Everybody here being from the hood, we know that's a thing still currently right now. Like niggas is dying every day. So that is an issue. And regardless of what, like that is an issue that can be addressed and needs to be discussed. But if we're talking about Black Lives Matter, if we're talking about the way that cops are killing us, then let's all be united on that front because it's important for everybody to make some noise to try to, you know, um, substantiate some sort of change. I think that's their only beef. And he was, you know, Joey B. I don't think that's Rattler. their only beef. Well, I think that's their main the beef. The beef came from Joey speaking on his business when he shouldn't have spoke on his business and he didn't know nothing about it. Like in the beginning when he was just like, oh, um, you you signed dev or whatever and all that other stuff. I think he should have just mind his business and didn't say nothing about somebody else's business. And yeah. then that black lives matter stuff came. And then he said what he said on top of that in the way that he addressed it, because Gilly had replied back to when he was talking about his business. I disagree. I'm, I'm, I'm more along the lines with what Jersey is saying. I don't think he got that mad on them speaking on his business. I think something happened behind the scenes, but I don't- well, yeah. I don't but think- he, but I want the Roots picnic, I know that. It's somewhat the I, Roots picnic. I think it might've the been the Roots, roots picnic <laughs> where- yeah. But no, I, I don't know if y'all know- But how that, can like, you be mad at Joey and not mad at the Roots? The he roots. was mad at the Roots. They did, they, has, they did some shit online where Gilly was wild and some, I, I, I don't want to repeat it because I, I don't know the facts, but they had him and him and Black Thor had words online. So then that just tied it all back in. So you got that on top of that. And then you got in their eyes, from their perspective, that Joe Button was acting flaky at the uh, Roots picnic. He said he just, I was at the Roots picnic when they were there. And he shouted out Gilly. And Common what? denominator is the Roots picnic, and Gilly wasn't yeah. on stage. Because <laughs> he came on stage and he said, shout out to Wallow, shout out to Gilly, and came on stage and proceeded to do his podcast. Because he uh, said he's seen out, him backstage. A shout, a shout out doesn't speak to anything that may or may not have happened behind the scenes. because that's Yeah, it could have been a smart. It could have been smart. It could have been like, hey, shout out to them. Uh-huh. They was on know. live together. Gilly and Joe Bun was on live yeah, together. Yeah, I seen it. I saw the it. week before that. Right. I don't know. I and think, after. I think um, people be on drugs, and I'm going to just leave it at that. You can't uh, say that. You gotta say allegedly, because you can't. <laughs> you can't just say that. I'm not getting hurt from you. I I'm said not what I think. 
Yeah, he said that. Dirt95 said that shit. <laughs> Sierra did not say that. I mean, that you know, drink, drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. I do got a question. I do got a question for all three of y'all uh, pertaining to what we was just talking about with uh, Charlemagne and them. And I, I'd like to ask all three of y'all, is there a dollar amount? Is there a dollar amount that y'all could be offered to not look for information? So if they what you say... Want, you, want, you want me to lie? <laughs> no, because I, I, y'all was a little hard on Charlemagne for not wanting the answers. But I, I'd like to ask y'all if they said, yo, look, fucking 20 million. That's not enough. The question was if he's a culture yeah, vulture or bad business, right? That was the question. Was 20 million? What I thought you he was talking about? like 100. Who you so think you for are? right now, so we... we <laughs> So wait, we I think I'm mean, right and I got standards and morals. So, so. you worth more than twenty million. 40. So yes, I am. Why you going to tell me how much I'm, I'm worth? Asking. Yes, I'm worth more I'm than asking. twenty million. For the podcast, I'm worth a that's not even. I'm worth a number that's not See. even invented yet. So yes, uh, I hold I on, wait, 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 wait. What kind of question is that? Right now, right now, if I heart came to you, I cool. <laughs> cool. now, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If I uh, you right. No, no, no. No, no. Did you hear what no, she just I, said? I did. Uh, I, I did. did. I, I did. It. Protect your black queen. And so, I, and and I'm I'm with that a thousand percent. Nah, so that's it. Th- what nah, I nah, so, nah, 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 that's I, it. Nah, nah, nah. That's it. Let it go. Nah, 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 nah. You said if I heart came to us. Go ahead, go ahead. Finish. If I heart. No, I'm going to protect the queen. You good. And we going to get off oh this. Oh, my God. I, I got the answer already. Nah, fuck that. All right, I'll ask the question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if, I'm, I'm, yeah. If, I, if I... No, fuck that. We got to... No, nigga. You, 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 you can't show no dents in the arm where she stand on what she stand on. That's it. No, That's go it. ahead. Ask the, ask the complete question. All right, but you gotta edit. You gotta edit this. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Look, see, I for heart, twenty million right now, if I heart told you, you gotta say you got a 50-50 partnership with us, and don't ask no questions about how we three sixty and niggas. You not taking that twenty million right now today? <laughs> no. Girl, you I'm taking not. it, girl? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Twenty million today. Yes, today. Twenty million. Yeah. It's about morals. It's about integrity. You can't just. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if I knew that I was giving out wrong information and I was bringing people underneath me well, and they wasn't getting out wrong full information. information. You don't you have are, the information at all. You don't have. You don't have information and then you're spewing wrong information by saying like, oh, okay, I got a 50-50% partnership or whatever, and I'm just going to bring creators there and we're going to do this. That's You don't know what you're going to do. Well, so, no. Well, I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying uh, barring the, you know, the whole, um, you got to say you got a 50-50. I've never had $20 million, so it don't matter if I got it or not. All right, so look, so I'm, not not saying, I'm not saying the 50-50 venture thing. <laughs> I'm saying if iHeart came to us, Tomorrow, we got an email. Say you today. want a podcast of unloyal, you want... 
Look at all these faces ready to nah. leave you. They're nah, ready nah, to leave nah, you nah. by yourself. Like, nah, never. Nah, never. We'll find another never. scene. Nah, we'll never. We'll make another scene. Nah, never. Never. Nah, I'll never do that. Yeah, no, that listen, listen, listen. It's all loyalty over here. If all three don't agree on it, we don't do it. But I'm asking, listen. No, no, I'm no simple, simple question. If if heart Set niggas an email later on today, like, yo, I like your podcast, whatever, whatever. We'll give y'all $20 million to be with us for two years. $20 million to be with us for two years. And, you know, that's, that's what we're giving y'all. Would you not take the $20 million? I'm not saying 50-50 part of uh, venture. No, we're, we work for and... We work for iHeart. We work for iHeart. They give but us at what capacity? Million. But at as what a, capacity? As a podcast. As a podcast. No. As a podcast. As a podcast. As a what? Like, okay, so after after I do my podcast, are you owning my personal content? Are you saying that I want 50% of hey, your- We're um, talking about a two-year deal to go work for them for $20 million. You saying- no to- You're- you're you're not asking a real question. You're you're not asking. You're just saying if we're a podcast. First of all, you, that was you're two different up. questions. Exactly. They are whipping it up because now they're changing their verbiage. No, it's the same thing. No, it's the same. No, because shit. you're not you're not speaking into what you just said. You said if I give you no information and I give and I tell you that you have to go on here and say, say it's no. He said that. Yeah, I'm saying that was the original question. Yes. And now you're saying, oh, they just want us to do a podcast for 20 million. No, no I'm that's saying, two different. I'm but that wasn't same... ever my thing. His thing, I didn't know before he finished, I didn't know he was going to say 50 Adventure, no say. information. I didn't know he was going to say because that. Because he was trying to allude to the Charlemagne thing. He was right. trying to say, I'm would you the be same Charlemagne? Deal. Essentially. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. The same deal and Charlemagne I said, no. got right now for two years, 20 million. You telling well, them we now? We know what deal he got. We can only speculate and okay, say. Okay, so we what we know, I'm saying what we know of that deal, right? A 50-50 quote-unquote partnership for two years for $20 million right now, where you get to pod and you bring other pods to fucking this network. You saying no to that right now? If I have his notoriety and I have his fame, no us, us, you now, us, us. right now, us, now. Hey, us. me it's, now, it's, us, no, no, you wouldn't take the money, or no, you wouldn't say no. No, I wouldn't take the money because <laughs> I don't want people under me. No, I don't. I don't want to do that I, to people I, because cool. I don't know. Yeah. I don't F, know what F, it entails. F, F, what would you do? Y'all gotta go back in the kitchen. With that up again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly because i don't That's, know what it entails and i'm not going to sit look, here and say yes I, to something that i don't I'm have i'm barely, on, I'm, I'm barely on this motherfucker <laughs> so you know what i do <laughs> 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 yeah. hey, you got to whip nothing up for me just make sure my shit in the microwave ting <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm coming to get my shit here <laughs> you know what I'm nah, jerks jerks what's your answer if I, I gotta jerk somebody, nah, I can't. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. That's I'm not exactly him. what he's implying. No, but that's he, why I, I don't said think, no. I don't no. think that he's implying that though. But you say just just to stop if they if they pay you right now just to stop inquiring. Wait, but wait, time out. Exactly, that's a jerk. 
I don't think Charlemagne knows he's jerking people and he's jerking people intentionally. I think Charlemagne believes he's doing standard business and he's going to give black podcasters the opportunity to get their shit off the ground. And he's going to be the fucking driving force of bringing people up through the podcast network. This is what I believe he's going to do. I believe he thinks he, he's looking at standard practice. Standard practice is your first contract is going to be bad. You work your way out of that bad contract, and then you fucking demand more when it's time to re-up. I believe that, that is the business model he's following, and it, it, it's like fucking – what, what what they say about Puff and all of these other record labels where they say niggas was raping niggas, but what they was doing was giving them the standard contract that everybody else was getting. I don't believe that Charlemagne is intentionally fucking thinking he's fucking people over. I think he believes he's giving them standard deals for them to create a living for themselves and they could take that and run with it. We just looking at it different because we have alternate information so when i'm asking you saying like oh nah he know he jerking niggas i don't think so i think he's looking at what contract he signed for the breakfast club and he's looking at what contract they can get for signing with whatever this shit is that's a lie because he always talked about baby and he always talked about Diddy and he always talked about what they did with their artists, like and what they did, how they jerk people. Oh, you had a bad contract, you had a pebbles contract. Like he always says these things <laughs> to these artists. Name. So what I'm saying is is that it's ignorance. It's ignorance. It's not, it's no way to justify ignorance because they have books, they that have questions that you can ask, they have different things that you can look and you can research. This is just knowing, like, okay, I'm gonna go with this and I'm gonna go to get along. It's a go to get along mentality. You know how many to... niggas knowingly you know how many niggas knowingly sign bad contracts? Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. He know you cannot. You said knowingly sign bad contract. Yes. Knowingly, so yes. he knows. You, no, if you no, know, no. you know, he's, and you're he's fine. Knowingly, with that. he's knowingly given the contract. So I, yes. I, I, I just and knowing that it's not a and knowing that it's not an ideal situation probably for people knowing that all right, I'm going to help you get your foot off the ground on the back of my knee. And I don't want to keep coming back to this, man. But I'm just like, I'm sick. Like, See, I want to ask you, I want to ask you, how many people, what, what percentage of people do you think get good contracts on their first contract? First of all, let me just explain this right now. We are in a state where you do not have to get a contract. You can be an independent artist and you can do things through a distribution deal. You can well, we do things on your own that. because you have an Instagram. No, because you have a following. Yeah. It is plenty of people See, who have look, not gotten contracts, the, who have not gotten deals per se, like back in the olden days. And they were able to leverage things their way because of their following and because of what they bring to the table. See, who you does, have plenty of people who do that. It, 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 like, so I'm, I'm, what you saying, you 100% right. I'm not saying what you're saying is not right, because what you're saying is right. But people got to, that's the minority of people who can go independent 
and become successful independently. If you look at, and we really should touch on this, but I don't really like talking about this nigga, but if you watch what's going on with this nigga right now, he's a perfect example of why you do sign to a major. This nigga, this the sucker nigga. I know who you was talking about when you said what you said. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, he's showing why because that notoriety doesn't translate to money, right? So this nigga got all of this notoriety, and they talking about he's doing this and he's doing that. Mad notoriety, but it don't translate to money. So it's the major label that's keeping this nigga's lifestyle afloat. Now, how long they going to do that is, you know, I don't know. But some niggas need to sign the majors. And yeah, they do, but you, that's circumstantial. Them. You're huh? using one person that you're using one person that's circumstantial. And you're saying that all of these niggas, like I. Right, so, if you look at Meg The Stallion, for example, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know her business. I don't know her contract. I'm only looking at from what I'm seeing. And them niggas she was fucking with got her hot, right? Yeah. So it was cool when they invested it in in her. And mm -hmm. she didn't have shit. Once she come up, she says, whoa, y'all invested in me, but I won't go over here and fuck with these niggas over here because they could take me further. Yeah. I cool, but what do they get for investing in you? When they took a chance, they put money up for you when you didn't have the money to put up for yourself, right? This is what people are leaving out when niggas are saying going independent. If you going independent is cool, but you got to get hot while you independent. Yeah, the record label is ready, rock. They're gonna make you hot right away. Now, but that's where you, that's where the morals and the integrity and stuff go. Like Dolph is independent. Let's go with that. Dolph is independent. Dolph has been an independent. Dolph is not signing to a label. Dolph is hot on his own. So if Dolph is going to a label to say, "Hey," I want to partner with y'all because I want y'all to make me bigger. They're going to have to pay him substantially more than they would pay an artist that's not known that they got to put a machine behind because he oh, already is coming with his. Let me just say this. I'll let you talk. He's already coming with his following and he's already coming with his standard business practice. Dolph is on the radio without them. Dolph is getting Meg, a Meg the Stallion hit without them. Why do I need y'all? Y'all need me. I don't need you. Like, so I need you to make it, I need you to make it nice for me. I need you to say, hey, we're going to give you market shares. We're going to give you such and such or whatever. I need you to make me, to put me in a better situation because I'm already in a dope situation where I could just go out there and do whatever I want to do. I have no limitations. So that's what I'm saying. If you have the leverage, you get to say what you want to do and you can stay independent and still flourish. Just that's what I only thing I'm saying about Charlemagne is that he knows what his business entails. It's not like he's not of the culture. He is. And he's saying that black people are the culture. Black people aren't monolithic and black people aren't this and aren't that. If you're saying that, then 
You got why would you give, like Joey said, why would you give 50% of that away? Knowing that we are the standard. Now listen, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, real be. quick, real quick, real quick, right? Because it started with Charlemagne, and I think once we pivoted to us and the 20 million, like it's not necessarily about Charlemagne anymore because Charlemagne is in a different position than everybody. And I agree. Yeah. I think we all agree on the Charlemagne point that uh, he probably could have did it different, even though Gertrude said you don't fault people for this, that, and the third, but he probably could have did something different to where he would have been better because he's already worked his way. He's already worked his way. Out. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold wait, on. Wait, but my, but my, question, my question is... I think he did what he thought was best in that position he was in. Fine. But what I'm saying now that we're talking about this, like taking those individuals away, I like the Dolph example because he worked his way up to leverage. I agree with Gert when he says everybody is not able to become as hot and become like that let alone let let alone willing because willingness and being able like you could be willing to go independent and go that route and take the long route and never pop because nobody cares and then you right. can also actually do it and work your way up and everybody cares you know i.e the streets or whatever and then you can negotiate whatever but not only that want. too just to add to that we don't know what type of tools and resources Dolph had with him so I, I, I'm not of the belief all of these niggas really be independent. I think that shit just sound cool to say, but I'm not of the belief these niggas is selling millions of records <laughs> and are independent. Dolph ain't selling I millions don't. of records though. But look, hold on, woo, because hold on, I want to get you. I want you to jump in on 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 this on this conversation. So, I mean, what what do you, what do you think? I think if two parties agree to the contract, whatever the contract is, and everything is laid out without no malicious intent, and you agree, both parties agree, is what it is. The problem comes into play when one party understands the other party don't even know what he's signing. Or if you sign some shit, you understand, and then once you realize it's too late, da-da-da, to get down to the just the basics of the basic of it, if both, if everything is laid out on the table, like if Charlemagne comes to a podcast and lays everything out on the table for that podcast, and it's up to them to say yay or nay, then in that sense he's not jerking them. Right. But if he goes to that podcast and tells them one thing and does the total opposite because of other interests or other parties have certain interests, or or somebody in the back is fiddling you know, the situation, then that that's where that becomes a problem. So if just to keep it basic, if both parties agree and everything's laid out, I don't see no problem that's, with it. Man. And that's, that's where business, I, I'm, I'm in agreement. Business. It's like a lot, there's a lot of people who are willing to take bad contracts on the front end because they feel like they can work themselves out of that. Bad. Perfect example is Joe Button. Joe Button said himself, he knew he was taking a bad contract when he signed the Spotify because he was looking for research. He was looking for information. So he was willing to take But that, that is, it, it was, it, I guess, in a sense, financially probably was unfavorable towards the other deals, but what enticed him the most was the data part of it. So that's the value for him. That's, so what, he, that that's was, what he likes. He outperformed. That's, that's Spotify's so, happy. They made their money. He's good. He's got his information. Yeah. We about to clean break at the end of this. Thank you. Have a nice day. So, like, yeah, that's, Charlamagne, that's business, though. Both parties agreed to some shit, right? So. Charlemagne. Now the only problem it. comes to part if you don't get what he, if niggas don't get what they 
Like what we like if I go Gert, if I motherfucking help you move this couch, nigga's gonna cost eighty dollars. And then when we get to the couch, I help you move the couch. Now you talking about you only got sixty five, and that's the right. problem right there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So look, I, let's get off of this because we've been we've been on this for long enough. But you know, I'll just leave uh, the rest out there out for interpretation to everybody. And y'all could do what y'all want. At the end of the day, everybody has to do what's best for them. And, um, you know, I, I just want to leave it at that. So um, I want to I wanna shift uh, real quick. See, see, they leaving you, though, see. That <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fine. I'll be so, invited to their parties. And stuff. <laughs> um, and we like the locks, man. We, we, we ain't going to do no sucker shit to each other, dog. That's the Yakas. The Yonkers backbone. We ain't with that shit. Yeah, but you from Yonkers, and that's cool. But I'm from <laughs> Patterson, and I'm not doing that shit either. <laughs> that's because the, the Yonkers resonates with ah, you, man. Here we go. Oh left his niggas, though. I'm about to mute this nigga shit, man. Why? Betty Wap left his niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with what other niggas do. I'm responsible. Just saying, for don't, don't put nah, that on Patterson, nah. man. No, I'm Ooh. putting, I'm putting, I'm putting loyalty on Patterson because I'm from that and I got that and that's what it is. But anyway, even the sporty thieves, you never yeah. even heard the sporty thieves beefing with each yeah. other, dog. Look, I'm about to, I'm about to mute them. Here you go. One of my favorite groups too. Mute. <laughs> so look. Some other wild. They other wild. Yeah, they from wild too. I can't so look, be So look, um. See, did you um see this latest episode of Power? The last yeah, one? Yeah, I did. Wolf, have you been watching the new shit? Yeah. All yeah. right, so um we kind of got <laughs> teased take a little bit last week, but um based on the first two episodes, my question is um do you like the spin-off or do you think that it's whack essentially? That's that's the question. That's the question to the floor. Do you like the spin-off or do you think it's whack and it's like, eh, all right, whatever? What you think? No, I, I like the spinoff. I do think they rushing it, though. Like, they just, they rushing it. I think they be rushing certain stuff. What? Now, all of a sudden, now, in two episodes, Tariq is, like, damn near in with the family, and he buried his dad the same day. Like, this shit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and read the book. <laughs> And figure red has yeah, finished a book. That's the problem. He ain't finished not one oh, book. Oh, and, and, and in between, he had time to get his mother in the bank some next day pills and all that shit. That's and crazy. he got the lawyer money too. Two days. But y'all yeah, think that it's, it's all in the same. Well, the same day. Yeah, see? the few all that one day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they was like, you didn't finish the book. That was that first, that was that first episode. The second episode, I'm not sure if that was all in one day. I know they, he buried his dad. It wasn't, it wasn't all in one day. Yeah. I, mean, it, it I know he buried, all day, but he it, buried it's his quick. dad. It's it wasn't a week. That was like two days. Nigga did a lot. <laughs> he did some shit. Take niggas two months to do. He did that shit two days. <laughs> um, but, but, but you like the spinoff. You don't think it's whack. Do you think it's whack? 
No, nah, I, li- I like it. I see where they're going with it Um, pretty soon. I just want to see when I'm like... Anticipating? When I'm like... I can't anticipate it. Put it that way. When I'll be like, oh, like I ain't see that coming. Right now, I basically can see, see it from a mile away. I'm just enjoying this. And to be honest, I just... <laughs> I just like to see Mary J talk crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah That's what got yeah. me. So I'm like, I'm tuned in. I'm just waiting for that. So it's going to be good. Up? It's going to be good as long uh-huh. as MJB is in it, dog. When they Yo. kill her off, it's going to be off after that again. <laughs> I don't think they're killing her off, though. I'm just saying. It's going like to be Griselda, good. I, I think it's going to happen. Like, no, she like, Griselda, she put, I don't even want to say it. Never mind. <laughs> She like that. Like she like the boss. Like I like her. I like she's her the in female this ghost. Yeah, but she's exactly. She is a female ghost. She's very smart. And that's where Tasha is just Tasha is the most dumbest person I've ever seen in my life. Like when she said that, oh, he's um Tommy killed him because I told him to. Nick, do you know you're still going to jail? Do you know that that's still a charge? Like, do you think they're gonna say, oh, okay, well, you could just go home? No, dumb dumb. You should have just not have said that. So this is the stuff that pisses me off with her is that she, Ghost used to tell her all the time, you're not smart. Like you don't think things through. And he was absolutely right. She's dumb. Dumb as dishwater. And then she raised Tyreek. And Tyreek is dumb. But I do think that Tyrese is going to start feeling remorseful for his father's death because he's learning. I think it's Yeah, he's like learning more about him while he was dead, like he said than when he was alive because he never really got the chance to know why his dad did certain things so going back to that conversation with you and stern when he said your dad used to always bring his morals into it and your dad wouldn't do certain things based off of his morals that is something that tyreek i mean like tasha never expressed to him because she just used to always say like your dad did this your dad did some crazy stuff but never explain oh if i do this this is going to hurt tommy or if I do this, this is going to hurt the family. So he had to do different things in order to make it okay. I don't think and Tariq is dumb, though. I don't think he's dumb. I think, I think Tariq is dumb because he was raised by his mom. And he thinks that he knows everything. And he thinks that he, um, I think he got to be put down one good time. I, I think, think he's going to mess with that family. And Kane might have to put him down. I like Kane. I, I always like that the, the guy's name Kane. Like, I, think, just I, think he's, I think he's a little ignorant name. as in not knowing because his mom didn't give him all of the information like we're talking about. And I don't, I, but I don't think that, I don't think he's dumb. I think he's, the way that he's moving and the way that he's navigating, um, it's interesting. Like he has some background, so he's not scared per se. Like he's not, you know, he's he handling a lot of shit. He handling a lot of shit. Whether it's realistic or not, whatever, that's a different conversation. But based on his character, I don't think, I don't think he's dumb. I don't think he, I, think I don't think he's dumb. emotional either. I think Tommy was emotional. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tommy was a real nigga, but I think he was emotional, and that could be considered dumb. I don't think Tyreek is that way like that. Yeah, I think Tyreek is supposed to be Fifty Cent son in real life. No. In real life. Yeah, I don't think that character is based off 50 Cent, son. No. You got a hot take, brother? Yeah. <laughs> He's that character is supposed to be uh, 50 Cent. It's loosely based off 50 Cent, son. His older son. Oh, you mean like they probably he probably pulled from, from you talking about Marquis? Mm-hmm. The hate? 
I think maybe the, you might have something there. And most people who write, they pull from their own experiences and they infuse it. And 50 always does that with his shit that he produces outside of for life. Like he always inserts his own kind of personal experiences or story or whatever. So you might, that might not be so far-fetched. I don't know how you said loosely based. And I, I think this is something there. I think it could be something there. Maybe the hate for the dad, but Courtney Kemp kind of said that her dad was like ghost. That's where she got the character from. Um, because I listened the to energy, the energy of Tariq is I think how 50 Cent feels about his son. He did everything for him and he still hated him and he's gonna kill him one day. Dag. Yeah, killing him is, is a that's that's heavy. Like you ain't just about to kill a nigga. I'm saying that's how he feels. Maybe. Uh, I don't know about the killing part, but the definitely I did everything for you when you still hate me and all of that. Maybe. I think more more uh Kanan when my when he when he when Kanan killed his son. I, I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that more being relatable towards how fifty feels. I get what you're saying on that part versus, too. Yeah. Versus uh this one just seems like, you know, they're just trying to extend the, the, the narrative. And Tariq was right in line to make that transition to, like, after Ghost. Because to be honest, I don't really think they started liking Ghost that much after um, season six. They as in the writers and that. Just as, because you, if, you if you start seeing uh, 50's press run right now, he's damn near calling Ghost a sucker. He was. He calls Ghost a huh? That's what I'm saying. So it was only a natural transition to get to pick it back up on some like get back to it being more authentic as far as like gangster gangster shit. Because it's hard for for a Ghost to be considered a gangster gangster when the nigga was doing all kind of crazy shit, calling cops, yeah. setting this person up, that person up. Smack, and I think I mean? it just ran a little bit too just long. Mind, I think, man. I mean, I think they saw like, all right, where else are we going to go with ghosts? Like, we're dragging this story out and something actually has to happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's too much shit. So, right, unless they was going, they was really going to do the put the, the, the start getting on to the get the, the politics shit of it. And then that would have just been, you yeah. know, like a, like, like it would have took away from the power yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> But Gert, because um, so again, do you like the spinoff or do you think it's whack? It's gonna be good as long as MJB is there. <laughs> um, and see, you like it or you think it's whack? Nah, I like um, I I'm sorry, I kind of gotta agree with Gert. I do like Mary J. Blige's character a lot. She's the only reason why I like kind of like watching it like that because I really hate seeing Tyreek's face and Tasha. So it's. The only thing that's saving me is Mary J. Blige. And Kane. Uh, I like Kane. I like his character, too. I like his character. Mm-hmm. All right, so look, before we get out of here, um, you know, we always got to do our, um, our little sports takes. Um, and before we get into football returning, um, basketball, man. Um, Clippers and the Nuggets, man. The Nuggets forced the game seven. They, um, you know, I don't know. L.A. might have fucked up because – Denver is nice, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know how this one is gonna play out. But um, let's make our predictions now because I think they play tonight. Um, so 
Uh, Gert, who do you have in game seven, the Clippers or the Nuggets? I would say the Clippers. I don't think the NBA is going to let the Clippers lose. So I'm going to say the Clippers. Uh, see? I always say it's going to be the Clippers versus the Lakers. So, yeah, I'm going with that. But I didn't know that the Nuggets was that nice, though. That's just my my take. But. Yeah, they're nice. Uh, F? I'm going to roll with the Nuggets. Hmm. I'm going to roll with the Nuggets. Word. I got a sidebar. Did any of y'all hear that kissing Big Punch song? No. No. Y'all know what song I'm talking about? No. <laughs> Big Punch, first diss and kiss. Uh, a friendly sparring verse where he um, – Took a shot at Kiss, but he still said Kiss was his favorite rapper. And um, Kiss responded. And it just came out Saturday night. Green Lantern put it out. It's an unreleased, uh, unheard verse from Pun. And a new verse from Kiss. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. See, you ain't hear it? Mm-mm. What was y'all doing this weekend? This nigga here. Having family time. <laughs> Word. Maybe try to take take my days off with from the plantation with Grace. Yeah, huh? I got a I got a whole family. <laughs> All right. So I'ma check it though. I'ma check it. But I'll back to the to again. back to the topic at hand. Back to the topic at hand. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Clippers. Nobody. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Clippers. I do think it's gonna be LA and, and LA in the Western Conference. Uh, we both predicted Boston and Miami, so that's happening. Um, the bubble's been great. Can't wait to see the games. As far as football, football, the NFL return. Um, and the most interesting thing that I noticed was the opening game was Thursday night with the Chiefs and the, um, and the Texans. Um, I know that the Chiefs had to do their ring ceremony and all of that, so that was a thing. But I noticed that they had people in their crowds. Mm-hmm. Um, and it obviously was social distanced or it was a certain amount of people that could come. But I didn't see no other fans in any other stadium. Now, I read that the only other stadium that did allow fans was Jacksonville, which kind of don't make sense to me because Jacksonville's in Florida and Florida's still one of the hotspots. So how they felt like it was okay to fucking have fans I don't know, but um, I did think it was interesting. I didn't really miss it because they pumped the, the crowd noise into the stadium. I don't know how loud it was in the stadium, but it sounded good on TV. So it was just like I was watching a regular game. And also, I was of the belief that because it was a no preseason, niggas ain't really getting no game speed working, that the first week was probably going to be a little ass because, you know, you can't replace game speed. They didn't scrimmage. They didn't do none of that. But to my surprise, Shit was great. Um, all the games is great. Teams look good. Um, I think it's dope. So, um, did that have any takeaways from the NFL and the opening week? Nah. Did you watch? Yeah. Yeah. We like the same team, so we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> That's not like, uh, nah. <laughs> I'm good. It was all right. Do you fuck with Cowboys, too? Oh, my God, yes. Why everybody get so shocked? My nigga. 
Respect. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I said we all fuck with the same team. Word. I didn't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't no see. I thought Gert was going to hate on us and be like, he liked the Giants or the Jets or something. Nah, I got good taste. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Word. So I'm interested to see, you know what I mean, um, how the season plays out. But um, I'm just happy sports is back. There was a lot of shit going on this weekend. You had Osaka winning in tennis. You had, like we already mentioned, basketball. You had NFL back. A lot of shit going on. So, um, have any of y'all cut on Sports Center? I ain't no. watched Sports yeah. Center, huh? Yes, I'm sorry. You have? I haven't. I have not. Mm-hmm. I ain't. This would be the first day I probably put on Sports Center since uh, COVID. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sports Center is all right. I watched that. I watched um, First Take and I watched. Um, Shannon and Skip. I watch all of them. Through COVID? Um, mm-hmm. I've been watching Shannon. Well, shit. I don't fuck with First Take. No what more. was they talking about? It wasn't about? my choice. But what was they talking they about during COVID? Uh, when there was no games? Yeah. Michael Jordan documentary. Before that, um, they were just speculating about the NBA coming back and what would happen if they came back. LeBron, 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 LeBron. Um, yeah, Tom Brady going to the Bucks. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tom, they, had some, Tom, they, had, Tom, they had a couple Tom. points. They had a couple. Yeah, they made it, it was, work. They made it work. It was a good little switch off. They had so many different scenarios of things. It wasn't boring. Um, yeah. I watched it by default. I mean, I ain't had no choice. I was in the living room, so <laughs> wasn't like I turned to it. I ain't seen sports in the since the uh, COVID. I could watch it again. Cause I was watching all of the basketball games myself when they came back, so it was no need to fucking see highlights or some shit I seen already. So I didn't watch that. And then fucking now that football, I can't watch all of the fucking football games. So I might. Do- well, it was just weird because I forgot that football was starting. Like, cause it was basketball was on, yeah. so I kind of forgot that it was September, and I was like, oh yeah. Well, um, I right, well look like I said I'm not gonna um drag this out too much, but um yeah uh before we get out of here definitely want to reiterate like every week make sure y'all tell a friend to tell a friend send out the link uh we've been getting a lot of feedback from different people comment we engage we comment back um and fuck with us we coming to niggas every week we gonna be consistent and um. Yeah, you know, that's just what it is. Um, any last words? We take uh, ad, we take ad dollars, too. <laughs> we take ad dollars. Don't get it fucked up. We laughing, but we serious. <laughs> you got a product you want to push. Uh, you know? Word. I'll add niggas. Word. And uh, until next time... Anything Rico. Life begins right now. No matter what they say. Life begins right now. Life begins right now. Life begins right now. Hey. Hey. Rico music. Rico music.